All right, uh, you are going about systematically looting this crashed ship. Is that correct? Fuck yes. Yeah. Sweet. All right. Oh, sorry. Um, oh shit! This asteroid has a face on it. There's actually a lot of cool things on that map. It's very some very strange things. There's like this little thing where I don't know what that. It's is. like a gargoyle or some shit. Yeah. There's asteroids Space coming gargoyle. down on the uh, the other asteroid. Ah, a disasteroid. <laughs> a hemorrhoid. <laughs> well, it's a hemorrhoid now that we've covered it in blood. Yeah. <laughs> Preparation space. Wow. Preparations A through G have failed. (laughs) (laughs) Would anybody like to roll a D100 for me? Yes. Yes. Uh, I think Ben called it first. Yes. Good, good. Uh, 52. Hey! 52. Uh, I don't know if this is going to come in handy or not, but you get a... uh, a potion. Um, that turns you into a T-Rex! Can you identify things? Can um, identify I do have an identify spell. All right. You get a uh, potion of a uh, semi-transparent blue liquid. It's not labeled. It's Windex. Uh, we will go around the table and let everybody get their loot, and then we'll decide what you're, you're going to identify. Cool. Uh, Kaylee, you were the second one to shout, Me! Me, 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 me. <laughs> uh, so that's 12? 12. Right? Yep. You get a uh, similar looking vial, only this one's filled with a red liquid. It's blood! <laughs> <laughs> so if you drink that one, you go to the Matrix. And if I drink this one, you stay I don't in know the real the world. Yeah. 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 You stay in a county. Okay, first off, fuck you. Tenebris, <laughs> 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 your turn. That's gonna Whoa! be 97. Wow, okay. Uh, you get a, uh, coil of rope. But it's it. special rope. It's special rope? It's special it's rope. Is it bondage rope? It is. Yeah! <laughs> it's for, for, for Wait a minute, only. I have a picture That's of man. this on my phone. <laughs> Please don't share it. <laughs> and last but not least, Mervin. Uh, 51. 51. Ooh. Uh, and what, one more potion. Yours is sort of a slate gray color. Like opaque, his personality. He is an accountant. So we have three just my eyes. We have three different potions and we have a coil of rope. How many times can you cast identify? Well it says so identify It's a hundred uh, it lasts so. a minute. Um, I can I must choose I choose one object that I must touch throughout the casting of the spell. I thought I thought anything I touched throughout that minute would uh, would do it. I mean, it's only hundred gold, and we're level twelve. You probably have like two thousand gold. Let me see where. Oh yeah, um, I didn't even bother uh, rolling that money. Is yeah. it just hundred gold or yeah. hundred gold? It's a pearl of hundred gold, but like it's it's fucking fun. So yeah. Um, I only have three slots left at that level. I don't know if I want to burn them all. Do it. I mean, but tell me what the rope is. You tell me what you want me to do. I'll do it. Do but I, I only have three spell slots, so I can only do it. You cast it some things. Really I don't want. I don't really. You want to use anything? I mean, do you yeah. think we'll be able to rest here? Yeah, probably. Yeah, we're we on could. Ship. We could long rest. It's on gonna the have boat. to be a long we're rest. We're on a boat and it's going oh, nowhere. Right. And you're a wizard, right? No, you're a cleric. cleric right. Yeah, you don't have arcane recovery. No. Uh, at least get the rope for sure. Okay, I will burn one of these on the rope. Okay. Tell me what my rope is. And I think they're red potions. Show me it's how your rope feels. It's bond- It's just really soft bondage rope. So, I don't know how useful this will be for you specifically, but for the party, probably very helpful. It's bondage rope. This is, <laughs> this is a rope of climbing. This 60-foot length of silk <gasps> rope weighs 3 That's pounds and really can good. hold up to 3,000 pounds. If you hold one end of the rope and use an action to speak the command word, the rope animates. <laughs> I don't know what you're thinking. As a bonus action, you can command the other end to move towards the destination you choose. The clitoris. That and move ten feet on your turn. If only it could find it. Yeah, that end moves ten feet on your turn when you first command it, and ten feet on each of your turns until reaching its destination. So, do I get a magical snake rope? Yeah, but you can fly. So maybe give it to a guy with huge athletics. Well, I want to know what you have first before I give it to you. Yeah, well, I, I'm, I'm more of a tradesies kind of guy. I, I'm trying to convince uh, Mervin over here to investigate this red potion that Calisti has, actually. So basically, it turns into a snake rope, and you can tell it to tie itself in a knot. So do whatever you want. Yeah. All right, if you want me to do her red potion, I'll do her red potion too. So I'll burn another one. Okay. 
Uh, you have a potion of greater healing. There we go. That's what I thought it was. Meek. And when you choose to chug it, I will find out exactly how much it brings. Oh, God. Next up, anybody? Uh, I think you want to hold your slots, yeah? Yeah. If we I, get a long rest, it'd be kind of check them out yeah, after the long rest. I like it. Yeah. Okay. So you got you've got a blue potion and a gray potion. Potion of blue. I'll just write the fifty-two down just in case you need to look it up later. Blue fifty-two, da ba dee, da ba die. No, no, no. It's blue fifty-two. Ha <laughs> ha. Hike and the flash chord music. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. <laughs> um. So while you are uh, enjoying the fruits of your filthy labor. Um, Looty, looty labor. Yeah, I come back up with no pants. I don't know why. He's been fucking blood bottle of blue liquid. I, I just, I just, I'm Goblin Jizz is blue, okay? I, I, I just came up with a new character idea from a typo I just made. I went to go put the Flash Gordon soundtrack in and I said Flash Gorgon. <laughs> <laughs> it's the mechanical bull that throws footballs really hard. Did you say it was a potion of Astroglide? Is that what you just said? <laughs> oh, it's better for So, as you are sorting through your ill-gotten gains, uh, Taket has found a uh, a chest that he is having trouble opening. <laughs> but he's holding this he's holding this device over it and the needle is just 360. No scope. What Stools? is the chest made of? I've seen tools. Uh, some kind of metal. Oh. Does it need to be opened? Yes. Get the hell out of the way. Okay. Just be careful. Don't damage the. I, uh, I grab my thieves' tools and I go delicately to work. <laughs> <laughs> Your thieves' tools are a eight-pound sledgehammer. <laughs> no, I literally have thieves' tools. <laughs> it's it's like the equivalent of a guy who's three hundred pounds and seven foot tall trying to knit. Mm. But I, I lean in with my knitting needles. Uh, I'm picturing the, the scene from Tangled where the big guy in the bar is playing with the yes. little ceramic Yes! <laughs> 23! Wow. Yes, with your... Uh, Extra sass. With your, your gentle yet firm caress. Yes. The uh, lid springs open. Spring! Oh, jeez! And, and the box open, too. <laughs> and inside the box is a, a, a cube about the size of a Rubik's Cube. And on the sides that you can see are uh, strange symbols that you probably wouldn't recognize. We got the goddamn Tesseract. <laughs> are you trained in uh, history at all? Yes, actually. You are. You can throw me a roll, but it's going to have to be momentous. Can I do something too? Are you there to see it? Oh, that was close. It's, uh, uh, it's a 14. No, no. Can I try? Sure. That is a non-natural 20. Okay. Um, that is a good roll, not quite spectacular wow. for a 12th level person. I will say that you identify the rune on the top side of the cube, the side that you can see the easiest, mm-hmm. as being uh, a, a glyph that represents the prime material plane in spellcasting. Ooh. Ooh. I don't think I'm there, you call out to me. Oh, Marvin! Wait, sorry, wrong voice. <laughs> Wow, the music swelled and got intense at just the right moment. <laughs> Mervin, your magical expertise is needed. Okay. We've got like six minutes for you to run down with your suspenders. <laughs> Adjusting his bow tie. Yeah, I'm going to grasp on the handrail, man. I don't I hold the box out open in front of you. What the hell is this? Um, I don't know. If you give me some time, I can uh, maybe maybe figure it out. The music is pretty intense right now. <laughs> Do it now! Well, it's, it's, you know, I got this spell, but it takes a little while. It's, I can it's, cast legend more and learn about it. It's oh, just cool. like one of those ancient artifacts where it's like not... The music isn't actually in the soundtrack. It's emanating from the <laughs> <Yeah>. artifact. <laughs> uh, legend lore is the coolest shit. Mer- Why is Mervin so good for this encounter? What the you shit? You did not collaborate on this stuff. Every spell that you like didn't think you thanks, use. You're thanks like, for backing me up. I didn't want them to know I wrote this adventure with you. <laughs> because I finally wrote a character that is my personality. There you <laughs> go. Yeah, everything's <laughs> clicking on all of our fingers. Me too. Um, I'm yeah, so I have to basically <laughs> sit still for ten minutes with this <laughs> thing, and I cast Legend Lore. Somebody's got to watch out for me to make sure I don't get stabbed. I'll, yeah. st- I'll stand up. So I'll, her. And w- I'll stand watch I wouldn't over stab her. you. And what and uh, refresh my memory, what does legend um, lore mechanically do? I can name or describe a person, place, or object. The object's right in front of me. Uh, I get a brief summary of the significant lore about the thing. Current um, tales, forgotten stories, secret lore that has never been widely known. 
Um, if it's not of legendary importance, I kind of get nothing. Um, the more information I already have, which means I have it in front of me, the more precise and detailed the information. Okay. So it's not like, it's not the same as identify, but it like tells me generically kind of what it is. So, Okay. Um, then I will tell you. Uh, let me pull up the description of the DMG. It, the it, first of all, it makes this really badass music. That's the first nice. thing it does. This is, yeah, pretty intensely badass. Yeah. All right. So, for those of you who have read the DMG, this is called a cubic gate. Um, it radiates mag- magic energy. The six sides uh, have hieroglyphs on them that represent the different planes of existence. Um, you know from your legend lore spell that the uh, extraplanar entity Calcane created 999 of these cubes and spread them across the galaxy uh, so that he could travel uh, freely between the planes and uh, on to any end of any plane that he wanted to go. That's a bad guy, right? Um, <laughs> and there is rumors of people trading these devices back to him for favors, for boons. Um, do you get to know the mechanical effects of this item? Um, it's more about the lore of it and the importance of it and like the history of it and all that stuff, but it doesn't necessarily uh, tell me specifically how it works. Okay. Then I'm going to keep that to myself. If you use your uh, identify on I do have one more identify. Do it. Do it. Do it. Well, all right. I guess I'll just only have to. <laughs> so I will do the identify. All right. I kind of love your character. I mean, I hate him, but I also kind of love him. Extremely useful. All right, then I'm just going to read the entry from the game. cuddly. <laughs> this is a wondrous legendary item. This cube is three inches across and radiates palpable ma- magical energy. The six sides of the cube are each keyed to a different plane of existence one of which is the material plane. The other sides are linked to planes determined by the DM. That's me. Um, <laughs> Thanks, Brian. You can use an action to press one side of the cube to cast a gate spell with it, opening a portal to the plane that's keyed to that side. Alternatively, if you use an action to press this, press one side twice, you can cast the plane shift spell, DC 17, with the cube and, and transport the targets to the plane keyed to that side. The cube has three charges, each use of the cube expends one charge. The cube regains 1d3 expended charges daily above. So it's a bamf the fuck out of danger or into danger. Mm-hmm. Or, or bamf something or in. Or bamf something away. Something yeah. in, right? Gate's a ninth level badass spell. But that brings something from the other plane your way. Yeah. The plane ship the Yeah, this, this thing is a... Like, we might be big deals because we're level 12, but that's a, like a big deal, level 18 kind of scary thing. <clears throat> Jeez. So I understand why you said it was really dangerous. Sorry, I changed the different character. And now he, you can tell, like, he, you, he's, he's lost control of the situation. He didn't expect you guys to look so deeply into this. And he's like, please, I need to trade this back to Calcane to save my people. I, I, I can already tell you want to take it. I, I understand the temptation, but please, I need this to, to help my people. You saw what the, the Githyanki will do. Kosti is actually starting to reach for the cube. Oh, jeez. Oh, I just geez. casually reach out with one of my wings and... Yeah, I also oh, like, no, sort of no. pushing your hand away. Like, like, <laughs> I... Oh. Why? Why does Calcane need this? I could do such a good... He Cal- gave them away. Calcane doesn't need anything. Calcane has all the power and all the riches he could ever hope to accumulate. Calcane accepts these as tribute, and with them will teleport my people out of danger. Oh, I understand. Why should we care about your people? Because I'm paying you to? Could gut you <coughs> and leave you for dead and take all of your money as well, but... <coughs> but again, I don't have the riches that I'm paying you with. It's only after I trade this away that I'll have it. Even a mercenary like you must understand that. I, uh, I sort of intervene and say we were hired for a job, and until we complete the job, we failed... Our benefactor. Does he need it with all three charges on it? Well, technically it recharges every day at dawn, so... Hi, Don. <laughs> Don approaches. <laughs> you can get a lot of stuff done before we go. 
if you want to go traveling to planes. I'd rather get paid. Where and is, then drink. Where is Cal Kane? Cal Kane lives in his own plane of existence, a space between spaces. A liminal space. The only way to reach him is to use this cube. He's in his own crystal sphere? I'm not sure the crystal spheres apply to Calcane anymore. Well, well the, the planar spheres are on the material plane. You can gate from anywhere to go to the next plane from any of the other spheres. They're not really connected. That's just kind of a myth. Yes? <laughs> myth, myth. <laughs> yeah. So he's in the Flojistan. Why? <laughs> if we help you... We will. You won't forget that we did, will you? Of course not. You'll be the savior of our people. You'll be a hero. Loved among the many good Zerai across the galaxy. <laughs> All eleven of them. So... One could potentially curry favor... Oh, of course. Do I have your word? Well, yes, but I'm hardly a spiritual leader or a guru. I, I, I can speak to the elders on your behalf. I summon my patch weapon as a dagger. And I slash my hand. Jeez. Make it packed. Do we all look at him? <laughs> and if I don't make this pact, you'll kill me and take the cube for yourselves? No, I just want to know that you're honoring your word. Okay. And he takes a little, he's got a little, like, box cutter knife and he his <laughs> I slash his hand with the. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I was already bleeding. It stings. <laughs> God. <laughs> and he shakes your devilish hand. Excellent. I was going to find out that you had, like, Selected guess as your spell or whatever, and be like, alright, now you're a slave. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Awkward how this happens all the time. Just... Uh. Oh no. He now has a uh, sort of gross looking scar on his hand because oh. my patch weapon deals extra necrotic damage. <laughs> <laughs> so he's, he's got a withered little hand now. <laughs> Is the guy from Scary Movie 4? Oh, jeez. Oh, 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 I think I got some ointment for that. <laughs> maybe I can... Come on. You're going to want to soak that some my first aid kit. <laughs> now we'll be able to recognize one another if we ever meet again. Your mother? <laughs> <laughs> recognize one another. Oh. <laughs> you know how we recognize my mother. <laughs> hey, Ma! It's generally not a useful power, but... <laughs> All right, so you're allowing him to trade away the cube, then. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, cool. We should we should help we should accompany him and help him finish his thing. I want to ensure that this job's complete. So do I. You're weird and gross. Even devils can have a change of heart. Nope. You're right. <laughs> I mean, she did save my life once. Shut up. She probably did it by mistake. She was scared. Don't remind me. I might call in that life debt. Fuck. <laughs> well, then we should return to the ship. We'll need it to get to Carcane's lair. And dinner. Food. <laughs> Do I have a chance to know anything about Carcane? Um, beyond what you've said, if there's anything useful beyond what you've already said. Well, as... Tied to the legend lore, you probably know that he is. He is a powerful extraplanar creature. I say he just for convenience sure. or gender. Um, he is uh, has been worshipped by civilizations in the past, although he's not the kind of god that bestows favors or makes packs or that kind of thing. He's just very powerful, so he attracts followers. Um, and while he has been known to trade his uh, gate cubes for favors... Um, it's not something that, uh, he gains anything out of. He really just does it so that he has the opportunity to launch the cube to a new destination so he can see, view the, view the things going on in other realms. Um, 
He's like that diviner guy, the giant that we had in the Giants campaign. Similar, although with uh, a much more detached sentience. Um, picture uh, like Doctor Manhattan at the end of uh, Ah, okay. Yeah, the Watchmen. Like he's just uh, just observing and far beyond the cares of mortal people. I was going to say the Watcher from uh, Marvel. Similar, similar. Um, and that's yeah, that's probably all you know. Okay, fair enough. Um, but Taka does insist we will need a ship to, to get to his realm. Uh, as I said, the crystal spheres are not something he concerns himself with, so we'll need to bring our own air. Yep. Uh. So, um, at this point we've been flying around the ship for a while. Maybe dock somewhere to get fresh air and supplies and go. Let me take yeah. a brief, brief short rest. I will tell you what, um, somebody needs to make an astronomy roll to find a port of call around here that is not occupied by Gitanki forces that want to kill you. Can I use my uh, military influence to figure out if there's an outpost nearby that would welcome a ship needing air? Well, I'll tell you what. Somebody's going to make an astronomy roll. Somebody else is going to make a roll to assist the person making the astronomy roll. If that you think is your best option, then yes. I also and have the soldier background. The cool. the success the the success or failure on the astronomy roll itself will determine whether you get a short or a long rest. Uh, I'm probably not the best pick for that. I have a plus five as my best. That's relevant. I have a plus six on my astronomy. I'm a minus one, so like, please <laughs> so don't ask. Who's me. the best astronomer in the group? Probably Mervin, right? Definitely yeah. Mervin. All right, so Mervin's gonna make the astronomy roll. Somebody else can make a roll to assist him. If nobody has anything better, I can use my plus five in streetwise to help us out. Uh, I have plus eight, but they are only in deception and intimidation. I have yeah, a plus got... seven in perception. So unless I want to scare Shakes her fist at the stars. Like you could also. Old man you could also, if, if you feel like this plane maybe just ain't your style no more, you could use the cube to find a port of harbor on another plane. I don't know anything about the other planes, but that sounds really bitching. <laughs> Sorry, I was going mean... for a second. <laughs> I know a lot of stuff about one plane. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we want to go to that it? one. <laughs> Are there snakes on the plane? No, I am sick of these motherfucking snakes on this motherfucking plane. Of existence. <laughs> of existence, yeah. I fucking hate snakes. Why did I have to um, be snakes? I will try to assist you with my oh, streetwise to figure out if I know if there's any military bases that are more lax. Using my background to say, hey, uh, we need some air, dudes. Okay. Give me that roll. Eight. Eight? He does not assist you. Straight up roll. Sorry, I tried. Twenty-three. <laughs> wow. You're awesome. <laughs> Finally. You I are a hero coming through, Merv. Uh, Alright, so uh, I'm going to spit a little uh, description well, of where you yeah. where you end up. Meanwhile, all of you can record your long rest Boing. as you gain the benefits of a long rest. Um... Uh, Mervyn, included in your long rest, if you so choose to, you can identify the other two potions. Ooh, sure. Uh, water breathing, which I know you're not as Ooh. excited about, as potion of stone giant strength. Ooh. Ooh. I don't think this is going to help me very much. I'll trade you. Yes, please. <laughs> stone giant You never know when you're going to be stuck out in the rain. I believe so. I'll double check, but I think so. Um, and yeah, you, you, uh... <laughs> Do you like being a colossus? You just, you just <laughs> got that. Oh, it's like making love at midnight. <laughs> By the fire. I'm not really into yoga. <laughs> I am into champagne. Um, you didn't think Mervyn was going to be this well loved, did you? <laughs> like loved in the way that you like hate that guy. But it's really funny. Uh, we all enjoy it. Twenty three. 23 for stone guy. Hot diggity damn. I'm going to keep that in my back pocket and smoke it. Don't smoke it. That's not how those potions work. Are Todd's you sure? not here. You can't, you can't freebase a potion of stone giant strength. No, you turn it into a bong and then you... Yeah, and then you filter you it through it the... Through. Just put it in a syringe and inject it in your eyeballs. Yeah. Uh, it would have been great if, like, we didn't between know what your it toes. was, and I had to drink it by, like, in a, in a <laughs> moment of panic. I opened doors really well and run the fuck out of here. <laughs> um, so, you end up on a. Uh, little spit of rock that just happens to be teeming with plant life. It's uh, like an overgrown jungle um, and you're not really sure if any of the inhabitants are 
uh, sentient or not. It seems mm. to be just a uh, a wild rock that's that's uncivilized. Because um, you're sort of out in the ass end of the universe here, because you purposely were trying to take that route. Yep. And uh, I talk really, really loud at the creatures to see if they, I can make them understand my language. <laughs> None of the T-Rexes respond to you. <laughs> I speak in thieves can. Do any of the T-Rexes have rogue levels? Yes, they do. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's a whole Assassin's Creed. Well, it's tough to pick locks when you're like <laughs> Assassin's Creed. Mesozoic. <laughs> I've got long arms, and also you guys are cool. It's not each other. They're T-Rexes, but they're all vegetarians. They're just looking up from the pond with, like, pond weed dripping out of their face. <laughs> no, the velociraptors are the rogues. The T-Rex are the cops, and it's easy for the velociraptors to escape because the long arm of the law is so long on this <laughs> that is five times funnier because you are coming. <laughs> Stop in the name of the law. <laughs> I can't even reach the big blue line. <laughs> They've got a nightstick and a can of expired mace. <laughs> they spray it and it terminates like three feet away from their arms. Can I get some of that for my sandwich? Unfortunately, their pistol holsters are way down in their wrist <laughs> and they can't possibly reach them. It's um, liquid kind, so it blows back in your face. In addition to air, which will refresh automatically when you reach the atmosphere, uh, you are going to need to resupply foodstuffs and water. Ooh. So we're going to need some survival and nature checks for whoever wants to be the away team. I can survival. I have a plus seven. Oh, All right. And the home uh, base, I guess. Yeesh. Survival's um, all we have. So we have this, no this is how it's going to work. It's going to be a survival check by one, a nature check by another. The There's no nature. Oh, are they? Oh, yeah. shit. Okay. Um, then, okay, then a survival check. And a stealth or perception to avoid being feasted upon by wild beasts. Uh, while no. pirates attack. I'm My best roll is minus one. Sweet. I've got plus seven in all of those, so. Okay. Wow. Yeah. I have a plus four in perception and a plus four in survival, so. Yeah, I'm like you two. I'm like the runner up. You two, you two are, are the away team. team. We'll man the home base. Oh, god damn it. I mean, I can send an ensign with you to get eaten if you want. <laughs> Yes, please. Ensign Skippy. Um, I, the peanut butter? Ensign Osmic. Ensign Jif. Jif, yeah. <laughs> it's been the entire time over describing the taxonomy of every creature and like their, you know. That's a wombat. <laughs> I just like, I'm like, got there with like one of my like hand axes and I'm like. Tenebris has already constructed that sleigh that, uh. What's his name? The wizard had in the Hobbit that's pulled by the rabbits. Uh, <laughs> yes. So that's gonna be a twenty-two. Okay, to... twenty-one was my. Wow! Awesome. All right. Awesome. So your away team is wildly successful. You've uh, you've gotten full food stuff, full water from this place. It's just it's it's an untamed wilderness. So there's beasts to hunt. There's food that's growing from the ground and water and. Fish and jerky growing from the trees. And oh my god! There's a volcano full of chocolate pudding. We are, we are also being very helpful now, by staying on the ship and not yeah. fucking this up. Now don't go to the pudding because it's very dangerous. <laughs> you could drown. Um, as, as far as you know, this rock uh, <clears throat> carries the flag of no nation. It's yours if you wish to name it. Claim it the name of the Hell's Lantern. I claim it in the name of Asmodeus. I take I out don't. a tiny little um, like paper umbrella and I'm like, it's yeah. party town. <laughs> I, I pull your Asmodeus flag away and put it back in the cargo hold. No. Nope, hey, 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 hey. In the name of the Hell's Lantern. <laughs> the name of the Hell's Angels. It's got Hell in the name. Enjoy. Well, did, it, Hell's Lantern, but I claim the Hell's Lantern in the name of Asmodeus. <laughs> sure, whatever. Okay. Well, you're busy claiming the planet. I claim the boat and I sail away. <laughs> sail away, sail away. So, what's the name of this little piece of shit rock? Shit rock. Uh, she's one first. Shittle Rock, yeah. Arkansas. <laughs> Damn. We call it Arkansas. No, Eden. Eden. Eden? Is it like when they named Greenland because it was an icy piece of shit? No, it's and Eden. Iceland because it was all green? Eden. Eden. <laughs> Eden that pussy. Eden. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say Edenism, but you know, <laughs> I love the same lines. <laughs> oh, my mother would be so ashamed. Hey, it's going on. She is. She is. Well, my mom well, like you cast a spell and know who your mother was. <laughs> listen, listen. listen. Susan doesn't know what a podcast is. <laughs> oh, Susan. I'm gonna send her the one. Susan. S O O Z A N. Suze. Suze. 
So you have your own little. Uh... Well, it was good working with you. I'm glad we had this time to talk. I really felt like we bonded through all these experiences going through you know, finding all these creatures. Tenebris takes out his AirPods. What? <laughs> oh. oh no! Did it AirPods? Because I can fly. Nice. Oh no! Yeah. He's wearing AirPods. He can't hear us. <laughs> so you're you, you leave the land of chocolate pudding volcanoes and and bacon beasts. <laughs> Willy Wonka waves us farewell. <laughs> Uh, farewell, sweet world. <laughs> I love you. We'll you be back. Nothing. Don't worry, I stole your bacon sapling. all my face. I have plans for this world. You were supposed to plant that. Oops. <laughs> Good. It'll plant when I poop later. Good. I need uh, creepy music. Creepy music, sir. Ooh, uh, what, what flavor of creepy? What are we going for? So after filling your hold with water, chocolate pudding, and air. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's molten chocolate pudding. So wait, like at least a century before you. It's got, it's got a skin over. It's a peu du chocolat. <laughs> you fucking ducks. You take the Hell's Lantern out into orbit, and uh, Takut has to show you how to have the cube interface with your spell jamming helm in order to get the ship to travel between the planes. Um, and at first, it. Uh, it seems like it's just like a small amount of crackling lightning sort of between the floorboards, arcing around the nails and up the sails and the mast. And then all at once you feel a lurch as the ship just sort of like shifts and accelerates. And uh, space, as you know it, rips in half. And you travel through a shattered hole in what you know is reality. And Don't talk about my anus like that. <laughs> no, do it. <laughs> Oh god, it's a space Whoa. jellyfish. And this is where you find yourself. How do I make this the biggest? Is that him? Double click. Is oh, he the guy? Back. Go back down. It's up, not up. Dungeons and Dragons, it's Asteroids Go and up Metroids. Up, up, up. Just a little more. Lasers and feelings. Well, you're on top of the bar at the top. I am. Up. Up. There. Ah. Plus. Plus? Plus. Plus? Plus. Zoom in. No, just push the plus on the keyboard. Oh. More. Oh, that is a bitchin' image. <laughs> is that our guy? And talking with singers, behold, Carcane. It's that Star Trek episode, and it's awesome. I reach for my zinc oxide and I start putting it on. <laughs> Please, I don't know if this will be good for my complexion. I, I straighten uh, my hat. <laughs> I piece not my sword. And uh, you can see there's there's ground beneath your ship. Um, and these, uh, these things that look like puddles, they're not filled with water, it's just that the ground is so reflective, uh, just some sort of shiny crystalline substance that's reflecting the light that this bioluminescent, uh, giant jellyfish-looking creature is emitting. Um, these many tendrils, you see, stretch on for untold lengths, like, out into the depths of space. Every once in a while, the tip of one will begin to glow with a light of its own, and then just disappear into uh, void, like you'll see it half moving, moving like writhing through, and then it just stops suddenly as it's sticking its uh, its tendril into another dimension to peer at the beings there and see what they're up to. Is this a thing we actually see, or is this part of the photo? That is a thing you actually see. Um, although the wings are just sort of a uh, corona of light being cast and reflected. Um, you can see from where you're at that each of these tendrils ends in an eyeball. Ooh. And uh, an eyeball the size of, you know, kind of like a basketball. Um, as it's uh, just endlessly peering into its own space and into the realms of other beings. Hello! <laughs> Dormammu, we've come we to Mardu. We have come to see you to help him. I just put one of my wings over my face. I'm not with him. <laughs> Um, and then uh, what the the glowing being on the ground here, the ten, the uh, tendril that is connected to the back of his spine, the base of his skull, lifts him up off the ground. Wow! And up to your where your ship is, and puts him on the deck. And you can see it's a very gaunt, pale figure, probably about eight feet tall, of a species that you can't immediately identify, uh, wearing just a simple robe. And uh, for a moment, you think he might be dead. Because he's, he's just sort of hanging limply there with his eyes rolled back in his head, and then 
Once his uh, feet hit the ground, like his eyes begin to focus and his head rolls forward. Welcome. I am Sartes. I speak for Car Kane. Please excuse me, I was in my reverie. Hello, Sartes. I take a knee. Please, that's not necessary. Carcane has welcomed you here. You bring one of his many creations. It is like to see an old friend. Creation? The cube. Ah. Carcane can feel its presence. Fair enough. Takat. Yes? Is there, like, give him a bump in the back, like, okay, come on. Go, <laughs> go. <laughs> Just a little bit. <laughs> and uh, Takat sort of steps forward and kneels you know, and he offers the box and he says, I humbly request that Carcane honor his bargain with the gifts thereby. And uh, Sartiz takes the, uh, the box from him and lifts the cube out and sort of just runs fingers over all the facets and considers him, considers him for a moment and says, and these champions of yours, what is to become of them? And he says, though, I struck a bargain with them to get me this far. Um, they need compensation. And he sort of narrows his eyes. What kind of compensation? And he sort of looks at you all for an answer. Money and we leave with our lives. You'll find that no harm will come to you in the realm of Karkin. You are honored guests. And uh, I've done enough kowtowing to the military before to know what kowtowing to the military looks like, so that's what I do. Mm-hmm. And I say, uh, and I seek the location of uh, an ancient beholder scientist. A beholder, you say? Dr. Eisenhower. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> a, a lesser beholder. Truly. Mm. The most despicable. My master can find this beholder for you. That may require an additional trade. I will do whatever it takes. Very well. What are the rest of you? I would... I would, um, 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 I would, um, I, 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 I seek the, the, the hidden secrets of Our Lady Britannica that have never been published. <laughs> ah, the famed omitted volumes. <laughs> we know of them. Oh, shit. So... To put pen to paper would be a blasphemy to your god. No, that's not. I just wanna. I just wanna see it and understand it. And Carcane knows of a great library. It will be upon you to find it, but he will point you in the right direction. You know, if I need a special card, or do I have to like, you know, is there, is there a fine or a? You need a note from a professor. Oh, jeez. And they're always, like, out during the summer break. <laughs> and you, you are no stranger to bargains. Not at all. Do you wish to strike one here? Well, I wouldn't want to step on anyone's tentacles. <laughs> I worship a god of my own. Asmodeus. I know him well. How well? I think it's actually pronounced. We went to university together. (laughs) (laughs) I am your father's brother's cousin's former roommate. (laughs) I look in on him from time to time. I only wish to do my master's business. I believe we can reach an agreement. Oh, shit. (laughs) 
<laughs> we don't know if Tenebris wants anything. Crackers. <laughs> <laughs> Seal bread. Those those cull bones. <laughs> I seek Pan, <laughs> the god of bread. <laughs> god of bread. I thought you were a gluten slayer ranger. The glu- I'm the gluten slayer. He stalker. will bring <laughs> us bread. I only seek to eliminate tyranny and fight for those who cannot fight for themselves. Lame. <laughs> He just out destroys you. <laughs> lame. <laughs> You're a lame duck. Oh. One of the other uh, eye stocks sort of disappears, and you can't tell if it just zooms out into the distance or if it enters another uh, planar gate. But uh, huh. it returns <laughs> shortly with a chest of coins, Ooh. and um, I believe he promised you three thousand each yep. in addition yeah. to the two thousand area paid you. So that will be 12,000 gold coins exactly to the coin in the chest that he places on the deck of your ship. So, um, Sartiz, uh, sort of regards you coolly and says, I, I believe the master will entertain your bargains. And he addresses Takat and says, including yours, Gizzerai. We will teleport your people away from danger, the gravest of which is on their doorstep. Your champions will come in useful. You wish to serve your dark master? Of course. He craves blood. There are people all around the spheres that are full of it. Including the Githyanki. They are on the wrong end of this particular bargain. Most everyone is. You seek to correct injustice. To get the Yankee have waged a war of genocide for countless millennia. Slay them. <laughs> genocide us? We'll we- genocide you back! <laughs> <laughs> we'll do. <laughs> you wish to find the beholder that made you? Yes. The answers you seek lie with the Githzerai elders. Beseech them with your questions. You had courage all along. <laughs> it was in my butt. <laughs> butt courage. <laughs> Make sure you wash it off first. And you seek forbidden knowledge. Well, forbidden adjacent. He does. <laughs> the library you seek lies on another plane. Accompany your friends, and if you survive, to that plane I shall bring you. Okay. Once there... You will need to find the library for yourself. Okay. Yes, we know you like libraries. <laughs> no, Callisti was a librarian in a former life. Yeah. <laughs> so are you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I have fire resistance. Oh. It's a literal. <laughs> I mean, I'm also a tiefling, so like, if you're into that. Also, I was never a librarian. Oh, oh sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding, unless you're serious. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sartes, you tease. And with that, um, we thank you. Marvin, shut up. <laughs> His name's Mervin. Melvin. Wavin. Merkin. <laughs> Merkin. Merkin. <laughs> <laughs> Merlin the pubic wig, that's me. <laughs> My God. And with that, uh, with that lame joke, Sartiz uh, gets lifted back up, and like the minute his feet are off the deck, he like shuts off again. Um, oh, weird. And uh, as he's being pulled away, he, there's a there's a hesitation, and he turns back and he goes, "If you find one of the master's cubes, please return to the Oculus. We always are interested in striking deals." Remember that he snapped away to another plane. <laughs> and, uh... Yeeted into hell. <laughs> and then... This angel dead! Yeet! <laughs> and then the, the ship begins to move on its own. You're not even piloting it at this point. And you realize that underneath the ship, two of these, like, eye stock tentacles are just lifting you back up into space. Nice. And, um... Like, you you all just sort of feel the, the lifting feeling, and then, like, like, Tower of Terror, like, all of a sudden you drop. <laughs> and... 
below you is just the this blasted plain of some damned rock, and uh, a countless army of Githyanki is storming this monastery on top of a rocky outcropping. And Taket goes, they're here. Oh shit. I draw my bow. I untie my piece knot. Was it a square knot? Was it shit? Fuck. It's just shit. It's not. I don't know how to undo a the shit. Rap, not. The rabbit goes under the hole. I, I mechanically <laughs> try to stop the ship from crashing. I grab my dagger and cut my piece knot. <laughs> As your ship descends from the portal through which Carcane has delivered you, um, you see. Uh, in the distance on this on this planet is some green rolling hills, but in the immediate area it is just blasted blackened stone, and a uh, a rocky uh, not even so much a mountain but a, just a tall hill uh, stands before you, and on it is this monastery which I've put up on the screen. It's a cool um, monastery where the uh, the remaining Gezerai monks and wizards and archers are defending and making a valiant final stand against a Githyanki force that seems overwhelming. Um, foot soldiers lie on the ground uh, above the monastery, which you can't see here, but you see how the mountain rises in the back? It actually has a overhang over the, the side of this where a great pile of stones has been made and the Githyanki have occupied that. They've erected some guard towers up there, and they're up, they're up on top of the monastery as well as in the field below it. Um, ignore these travelers. This is just the best picture I could find. This is their scout. Yes. Jeff. And on the outskirts of this monastery are some walls that uh, one side, it appears, has been overrun and, and been crumbled. The other side, it looks like a Githyanki uh, destroyer has actually been felled by the Githzerai. Yeah. And has crashed and it's sort of come to rest against this wall, which is good that they were able to eliminate one of the ships. Bad, however, because of the way it's positioned that the Gith Yankee are starting to use it as a conduit to get over the wall. So they're assaulting the walls. And, um... So turned on by that. <laughs> so it's, we're, we're at Helm's Deep. Basically. Basically. Lit. Um, so this, that is the artistic view of what you're looking at. Here is more of a combat-based map of what we are dealing with. Okay. Oh. Ooh. Okay. It even so, says Gibzerai Fortress on it. It Shit. does. Um, so this is sort of a top-down view of the monastery itself. You can see the wall I was describing, how it's sort of crumbled in one place with the ship coming to rest against it on the other side. This is a side view. It's got this rocky overcropping. So that's, there's sunlight never actually gets into this monster. It's in the dark all the time. And here's this big pile of stones overhead where uh, these two guard towers have been erected. Now, um... My chosen enemy is guard towers. <laughs> the last one won. I just want to point that out. Only sort of. <laughs> it, it defeated my collarbone, but not my spirit. <laughs> but not your spine. So, um, looking at this, um, Taka is taken aback. He, he goes, I didn't think the Githyanki would be honest so quickly. We need to help and get my friends to safety, please. I slap him. It's not about safety, it's about war. Prepare yourself. All right, he cracks his knuckles. Yes. Um, so, circling the battle, sort of where the opening to the cave is, is a uh, Githyanki dragon rider riding on top of a uh, red dragon with a lance, waving the lance and breathing fire down on his foes. Half of my class is about being mounted. Gross. Wait, uh, which... <laughs> Half of your mom's class. Yeah. I have, your mom, too. <laughs> I have fire resistance for myself and override all fire resistance on enemies. I have a bunch of perks where if I fall off of the mountain, I don't fall off of the mountain, or if I do, I don't take damage. Wait, is it a Gith Yankee or Gith Zerai on the Red Dragon? Gith Yankee on the Red Dragon. It's a bad guy. It's a bad guy. Gith Yankee ride Red Dragons for an ancient pack that none of us know anything about. Mm-hmm. Uh, this boat labeled uh, D Spectrum down close to you, the D boat here. As a DM, I know I'm all things. <laughs> um, that is another Githyanki ship, exactly the same make and model as this one. However, this one's still uh, up and kicking and firing arrows and ballista bolts down on the monastery. And that's circling. 
Um, let's see. Up on here, with these uh, these rocks that have been piled, it appears that um, from what you can see at this great distance, that that's not a natural formation. That appears to be some kind of defense that never went off. However, still up there and viable and could be used. So again, our, our mission is really to yeah. get them out of here. Right. I, I'm it's go not to necessarily that. defend the Citadel. It's I'm, I'm, I'm going to get to Okay, that fair one. enough. Um, we have a side entrance over here that's been overrun by Githyanki, and the, uh, the the doors have been stormed and forced open. This is We all get a chance to shine doing a different fight. Basically, <laughs> basically what's going to happen is in order to get inside to help the people you need to help, um, you're going to need to help them hold off the forces long enough for them to get mobilized. So what's going to happen is we are going to run a 20 round encounter. You, you have five You have five different uh, objectives. Um, for every successful objective that you capture, you will get victory points. At the end I'll total up your victory points. And we'll see if you are successful in holding off the Githyanki. Well, see how successful you are in holding off the Githyanki forces. You can either go at this as a team, you can split the party, do it however you want to do it, but there's five different ways to, no. to fuck this dog, and I want to hear how you plan on doing it. So right. these, these are the five you have. You have the side entrance where the ship is, you have the busted down gate over here, you have the Githyanki ship circling, the Dragon Rider, and these stones. Alright, here's my pitch, okay? You can fly, so my pitch is that you go to the stones, I think you can set that trap off and fuck up a lot of foot soldiers. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. The second part of my pitch is that I think I can turn the Red Dragon Rider and this fucking ship into the same problem by causing them both to turn into an incandescent ball of flame. I can do the same for that ship. Okay, and walk so you can it. kill all of these motherfuckers. Yes. Which means, Mervin, you just need to spurn these motherfuckers on and get them to defend their gates. Are, you, are we all on board for this? Is this the thing you want to do? I'm open to suggestions. I don't want to take over the combat, but that's my thoughts. Um, so I have divination, and I was actually going to ask my goddess to tell me the um, most effective way to get all the people out of there while you guys are doing all your other bullshit. Mm. Oh, you're the escape guy. Well, we're the motherfuckers who kill everyone. Okay, that's pretty cool too. Yeah, we're we're creating the distraction. You're getting in everyone out of the city. Right. Are these ships wooden? Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> are these ships made of kindling? <laughs> <laughs> were they carrying letter fluid before they landed here? <laughs> they're kerosene tankers, actually. <laughs> and they're also full of children. Yes. Oh, oh my, my God. favorite. They're delicious. They're full of paladins, actually. <laughs> Are you on board? I don't want to volunteer you for the job. But that's not no, the thing you're I just about. I'm trying like, to. I, I've I've got some good stuff, and I have a couple of spells. I definitely want to cast. I, I think this useful. looks like the kind of encounter that is way more fun if we split the party. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> Until we all die. Whatever. Yeah. More fun jammer. for you, anyway. <laughs> it's spelljammer, so that's what my thought is. I'm open to everything. I'm just throwing that out as a suggestion, but if anybody has better ideas, I want to hear them. If we die, it's likely that Ben's going to bring our characters back in portals, so right. like... Well, I think as <laughs> soon as one of your objectives are met, then you should come and help us with the... Well, yeah. With right. Those, yeah, it's a snowball effect. Well, well start and, and yes, I, I will say that that's probably a great idea. However, you have limited modes of transportation. I'm going to say uh, Tenebris can fly, so she can get anywhere yeah. as fast as you can I get I have nothing. I'm just a guy. <laughs> you two have literally nothing. You can fly the ship, so you can get from place to place if you want to pick people up and transport sure. them. If I fail the mission, I am crashing to Earth on a dragon. That sounds horrible. Sounds lit. No, it sounds really awesome. Yeah. I'm sprung right now. Um, I kind of want to fail just to see it happen. I don't have any mode of transportation at this point. But you're in the boat, right? So you're already in the house of the awesome guys. You have to get have us to get to get her to the boat. Oh, well, we're still in our boat, right? We're still in our boat. I got a rope and a yeet. <laughs> I have a rope and wings. Wait a minute, you have a special rope and wings. Yeah, you have... She gets a special rope. You should, like take a special rope. Yeah. you should take the yeah. special rope. Because I have regular rope too, and I can use regular rope on rope trick. And I've got an acrobatics uh, or athletics of plus 13. I can just fucking jump. Okay. Line me up and let's do it. Alright. 
Are we rolling? Are we rolling? Let's, uh, yeah, let's get some initiative going. I'm going to just keep you guys at a set initiative, but once you guys start assaulting these, there's going to be bad guys in play. Right. We're going to roll different initiatives for everybody. It's going to be complicated, but we're going to through so it. So I actually I'm would like to do my divination before we actually Okay, we're going to start with your divination. Um, yeah, I'm in favor of 100% of whatever Mervyn's doing because I kind of wrote Mervyn out of this encounter by accident. So right. please, uh, take the reins. All right. Your goddess tells you. Through divination, what is? You didn't let me RP it. Man. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Our Lady Britannia. <laughs> Go ahead. No, Please I... tell me the most effective way to get all the people fleeing from the castle safely while my knucklehead companions do whatever they do. <laughs> um, you don't need to something exactly. Brian, please use your goddess voice. Yeah. She is a stern librarian. Marvin, <laughs> most <laughs> devoted of followers. <laughs> the great decimalist Dewey does command that you gather the elders of the Gizzerai, their spiritual leaders, where they will be able to help you corral the civilians onto your ship. You must get to the highest point in the monastery, but that is where they have gathered. <laughs> Cheers. That was fucking brilliant. <laughs> So I give myself inspiration. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. Oh no. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> that was bad. I give myself monspiration. Monspiration. <laughs> it was the monspiration. So do you want me to do, so to get back to the real plan, do you want me to do any kind of, like, you guys are on the ship and I do a, some sort of sweeping maneuver so you all jump off into I think you, you set us up and then you take the reins on the actual rescue okay. while the rest of us are fucking off being badasses. Okay. So what I will end up doing is probably, I gave you five objectives, I'll invent a sixth one, which will be you sweeping in for the rescue mission. And we'll figure out how we're handling that when we get to you in the initiative order. How far away is the top of the monastery from the boat? Uh, your boat or the bad boat? The bad boat. The bad boat. This bad boat. Oh, that bad boat. This This nutty boat right here. (laughs) Um, well, you see it's sort of got a ziggurat shape here, this this, uh, elevated platform. This, um, the masts of this ship are um, oh, it's right there. Yeah, they're um they're on the like the lowest level. So, I mean, you can get to the second level if you use some fancy footwork or a magic rope from the boat. Looks like the uh, the difference between the first floor and the second floor is about twenty feet, mm-hmm. and from the second floor to the third floor is like forty feet. Okay, so it's about sixty feet from here to here. Uh, it looks like this is probably more like a uh, hundred feet. A hundred feet? Okay. So this guy right here. Okay. That's doable. I just need to stand on top of the top yeah, part of the Yeah, on the tower, you can do all the fireballs. Okay. I love this. <laughs> Are we doing it? This is really right. cool, Ryan. This is uh, really awesome. Initiative around the table, please. Oh, uh, good luck, everybody. May the odds be ever in your favor. May the Schwartz be with you. 18. Oh, no. Oh, shit. <laughs> 15 to 20? Um, 18. 15, even. 18? Oh, I'm really glad you have a high initiative. Yeah. Right yeah. That helps all us right. a lot. Tenebris with an 18, Mel- Mervin with a 15. I almost called you Melvin. Merkin. Merkin. <laughs> Peter Klaus. Um, 10 to 15? Uh, 11. 11 for Callisti. 5 to 10. 5. For- butthole dice! I haven't rolled higher than a 7 on initiative all Benjamin, game. Benjamin, stop putting matching. the dice in your butthole. Hey. Matching dice. Do we? <gasps> Yes! <laughs> oh, well, Kate Dabs. Uh, Tenebris, you are first up, and you can fly. Alright, where are we? Where am I? Uh, well, we can, start, we can start the boat in this encounter wherever you want. I will say, as soon as you get within, uh, we're rolling initiative air, uh, view, the boat and the red dragon rider both seem to spot you appearing over the horizon. And they both sort of take you seriously as a threat. And um, the boat, the first thing the boat does is it lands and it opens the the, uh, the side hatch, lowers the gangplank, and starts getting infantrymen on the boat. Mm-hmm. They're like a boarding party. So it's going to take them a few rounds to get mobilized while they get people in. The dragon rider, on the other hand, is coming for that ass. Okay. All right. <laughs> See you guys on the other side, I guess. <laughs> or not. Round one. I have a a feeling that we're going to very different afterlives. I got a feeling. And tonight we are gonna die. (laughs) And tonight we are gonna die. 
I'm going to, um... Uh, oh, oh, I know what I'm gonna do. I'm going to very... Hold on. Uh, oh, this is my... I can... Yeah. Um, before I get off the boat, I am going to, uh, lay hands on Mervyn and give him, uh, do protection from energy and give him protection from fire damage. Wow. Okay. Delightful. 